0: Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to share with you another story and example about remaining focused on the top problem we're solving. And that's going to spill over into making sure that you understand what your product is for, and in particular, who that applies to, because otherwise you might market it ineffectively. Now, this comes as an example of electric vehicles versus so-called ICE vehicles, which is an acronym that stands for internal combustion engine. Typically it refers to gas powered vehicles. So, and again, I'm not issuing any bias here in terms of the technology. I love innovation and I love seeing more products available on the market so that we all have different options and choices. So I'm not judging any of these technologies. I'm strictly speaking from the perspective of real world practicality and specifically my use case. So this is a use case of one. Uh, your mileage may vary or your experience may be similar. I won't know, but feel free to share. Uh, So in this example, I want to share with you basically like the electric vehicle and who it applies to versus the traditional ICE vehicle and other options that are on the market, of which personally I feel like should likely be getting more credit because of the real world applicability. Now, in this case, the story goes back to I was planning to take a road trip across a couple of states in the U.S. And when I was doing that, I was also in the market for potentially replacing my vehicle. So I wanted to rent a Tesla uh, because I love the prospect of like the self-driving technology. I wanted to check out the electric vehicle and I never driven one. So I went on Turo, which is kind of like Airbnb, but for people's personal vehicles. And that enabled me to find a Tesla that I was able to quote unquote reserve uh, to take this, like probably it was going to be like a four or five hour drive. So I rented one and then I started communicating with the host and the host tells me, well, what are you going to use the vehicle for? And I told them when I was going to do that kind of road road trip and they said, it's not going to work for your purposes. And I was like, what do you mean? It's not going to work for my purposes. So I asked a couple more questions and they shared In the winter, especially because the car's heater is always running to make sure it stays at the right operating temperature, it's constantly draining the battery and it's draining it quite a bit more quickly. Now, this was years ago, but even still, uh, she said to me that for every hour I'd be driving, I'd be charging. So my five-hour trip would become a 10-hour trip. And at that point, it really dawned on me in terms of how impractical something like that was gonna be for someone like me, who's a buyer that buys based on efficiency. To me, a vehicle is a is a product or a utility that is meant to get me from A to B as efficiently as possible without breaking any laws. <laughs> but anyway, so once I learned that, I started thinking if that was really the efficiency that was the electric vehicle, then A, I probably have the use case. The use case probably doesn't apply as I needed a vehicle that was gonna be able to make those trips. And an electric vehicle, at least at the time, was more than likely not the case. I also started paying closer attention to what my ICE vehicle or my gas powered vehicle was capable of from the perspective of the same kind of use case. So in order to solve that problem, I was making the same trip with my current gas powered vehicle. And then when I ran out of gas and I needed gas along the way, I timed how long it took me to basically like get off the highway, fill my tank from zero or whatever, and then get back on the highway up to operating speed. And that amount of time was actually way shorter than I expected it to be. Now, this is kind of like a rest stop off the highway, but it took me a whole four minutes from leaving the highway, filling on my tank to getting back on the highway. Now, compare that to charging my vehicle for upwards of an hour, if it only made it that far and having to do so four or five times as frequently, and all of a sudden, this new technology, this new product and this electric vehicle has made my experience considerably worse. Now, I know there's other value to the electric vehicle experience, but at least from that perspective, that was the most important reason I would purchase myself. And as such, I just see a product like that is not really working well for that use case. Now, there is a use case for it, I think, And I also don't own a home or anything like that, so I don't have a place to plug in a car like that. But if you do, if you own a home and most of your driving is around town, I see the electric vehicle use case, right? To that extent, I would say it's more convenient. But if you wanna take on a road trip, it may not meet your needs. So this is another example related to the problem we're solving in that you gotta be careful when you're bringing products like that to market because if you're marketing them at the same audience and that audience is expecting the same functionality, but it doesn't provide that, need to be careful not necessarily to promise that because if you promise that they have a bad experience that's going to hurt your brand that's going to damage your reputation and they're going to potentially go looking for other options so this is another perspective to consider when you're talking about bringing products to market is to make sure that like your software or whatever product that you're working on does a better job at the top problem we're solving for that particular customer or target market segment if you know them well enough you'll know what that is and you'll know what